Gross-ish. <laughs> I was trying to do the thing where I don't commit and make it sound like I don't care. But which, you do care. Well, I do care, but then I don't want to try. Ugh, it's... You don't want to seem like you care. Yeah. You know what? If you go back a couple episodes, there's a whole podcast about this. Oh, wow. It's the yeah. exact thing that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Yep. Giving a care. Uh, Hi, Car. Hi, Ken. Hi, friends. Hi, friends. Wow, look at that. Nailed it. Only took us eight tries. Yeah. Welcome. Episode Welcome. eight. Mm-hmm. The Phantom Menace. Nope. Nope. That's not how that goes. I already did I that actually, one. Is there an eight? I better cut this out or else we got some, we'll have some mad Star Wars fans. Uh, there is, I mean, it's weird because technically there yeah, is technically an eighth there movie, is an eighth but, eighth movie, but it's definitely not there's called There's like prequels and, and then sequels yeah. and then another, yeah, yeah I, I, another chapter. Another moment in time. Yeah. Another day, another dollar. Uh, another pound, another holler? Nope. Another pound, another holler? I did. <laughs> what does that even mean? You were thinking pound like like the British pound? I don't know. It, what are you saying? I said another day, another dollar. Yeah, but I mean, what is that? What are you referencing? The phrase another day, another dollar? So there's this... Um, oh ra- my God, wait. Rapper- pause. You don't know another day, another dollar. I do. Please? Okay, I was like, oh my god. No, I do. But there's there's a this rapper, uh, Josh Martinez, who that's like a hook in his song, and then I th- I think the next line oh. is something like a. I see. A yeah, he it's not. No, I was just referencing referencing the no. classic. He's like a, a white Canadian rapper from the early two thousands. So I'm. Not surprised that you don't know. Yeah. Is he Canadian? Maybe he's from Minneapolis. I've never know. heard of him. All right. Doesn't Canadian matter. and Minneapolis are so far away. They're so different from each other. <laughs> but they both produce white rappers. Who are, who's the white rapper from Minneapolis that you're thinking about? Well, there's like the whole, um, there's like Sage Francis and Atmosphere. Oh, yeah, I guess that, There's that whole crew of, yeah. And then there's like Buck 65 and a couple of other dudes from Canada. Buck 65. You hate Buck 65. Of course I hate Buck 65, but I think it's important that the people know. I love Buck 65. We've already talked about this in our friendship and it's difficult. It's not difficult. Oh, that dog outside is named Salty and it's really cute. Oh my Do God. Look? Let me turn. It's an Australian Shepherd. Oh, his name is Salty. Salty. So oh, cute. Oh, here it comes. name. Oh, here uh, he comes. Hey, that reminds me, just since we're talking about dogs crossing the street, <sighs> um, Carrie and I applied to adopt a dog. Yes. Yeah. And he, I know about this. So, this is a big deal, y'all. Put your vibes out. Actually, probably by the time you hear this, it will be, we'll you'll know. know something. Yeah. But still put the vibes out. Put them out. <clears throat> yeah. So um, we, okay, really, just really quick. No, you can, yeah. We have, um, we have Walter who is a Pekingese, who you've probably seen on the Instagram. Um, when we we rescued him, or we adopted him, um, like 10, it'll be 10 years ago in August. And um, at the time, we did not know anything about Pekingese. Yeah. But when we went to the shelter, we checked it, all the dogs out. There was a dog that we wanted to hang out with, but um, he was a... Um, a stray and so there's like a when when someone turns a dog in as a stray there's a hold on them at the shelter for like 72 hours that's right for, for the owner to show yeah. up so don't you think it should be longer yes i do i think 72 like 72 hours is not enough time 
Also, well, and under like certain circumstances, for me, if my dog was gone for 72 hours and I was home, I would have checked every shelter in the state. However, right. what if you're out of town? Or what if, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, there, like, there's so many scenarios yeah. that you just, I, it just, 72 hours doesn't seem long enough. Besides anyway, the point. They were like, here's this dog. You can come back and see him on Wednesday. We we're like, all right. The only thing we knew was that we wanted a dog who was small enough to travel with should we choose to travel. Mostly because at the time I had just moved from New York where you can't take a dog on the subway unless you can fit it in a bag. Which is so funny. So people used to and put also their people like... people break that rule all the time. Well, and people would put their pit bulls in duffel bags, which yeah. I love. Yeah. So cute. So good. Um, But we didn't know how long we would be living in Seattle and what travel would be like with an animal and we wanted to make sure it wasn't a big deal to take the dog if we needed to, you know? Yep. Um... So that was our only rule, small enough to travel with. Um, and as we were leaving, deciding to come back on Wednesday, this woman who was at the front desk mm-hmm. came out and stopped us at the door. Her name was Mei Fu. Mei Fu. And she, she leaned in towards us like she was going to sell us drugs. And she said, you like Pekingese? <laughs> And we looked at each other and back at her and we're like, uh, sure, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, totally. I don't even know what a Pekingese looks like. And she leaned in again and said, I have a Pekingese for you. It was so weird and shady. And what was the dog you wanted to look at? He was a miniature pincher. Mini pin, the worst. They're awful. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea why you wanted that dog. Um, Because... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. He just spoke to us. And I knew that they were a really high maintenance breed. And it would have been awful if we would have gotten him. But awful. He just spoke. You can't. You, when somebody speaks to you, you just got to listen, you know? Yeah, I guess. So um, so this woman, Mei Fu, says, I have a Pekingese for you. He just got done being neutered. So he's not out on the floor. And his sister was also fixed. So I'm going to bring them. Oops. I'm going to bring them out of surgery, and you can come see them. They're a brother and a sister. The sister's already been called for, but this boy, this little boy dog is up for adoption, and you should have him. So Mayfu brings the boy and the girl Pekingese out of surgery and puts them in a pen, and she calls us in to come and see them. I have never seen a more pathetic sight than these two dogs coming out of anesthesia. They are so doped up. Yeah. These little fluffy, flat-faced, tiny guys, and they keep, like, Walter kept trying to come towards us, but he couldn't walk. He would, like, take a couple steps and his feet would fall out from under him, or he'd just tip over like a cow. Amazing. And we... And he kept nodding off. Like, he'd sit there and we'd be petting him and his eyes would kind of close and he'd just kind of fall down. Yeah, because he was, like, hella stoned. Yeah, and we were like, okay, well, this dog looks amazing, but we can't know if this is the dog for us based on this. On this. Um, so we went to Linda's and we had a pitcher of beer and we had a very serious talk about if we could own a dog as ridiculous looking as that. <laughs> and uh, we agreed... That we could, and we did some research on the temperament of this breed, and we were like, oh, they're really lazy. That's cool. Um, 
because so are we. So we were like, all right, we're going to do it. Carrie had to work the next day, but I didn't. And so he, we agreed I'd go down there. If I go to the shelter and he's still there, it's a sign. Right. And I'll hang out with him when he's not doped up and see what he's like. So the next day I walk into the shelter. It's very busy. There's a bunch of people around. Meifu is helping someone at the counter and she's got a phone up to her ear and she drops the phone and she puts her hand up to the person she's talking to. And I she love it. Looked at me and said, you're here for the Pekingese. <laughs> <laughs> and I spent like two hours with Walter and, and Meifu and she's been a Pekingese owner forever. And so she she had a lot to share with me about the beauty of the breed and. He was just like freaking cool and um, didn't. What was his name? So his name. Yeah, this is good. Pay when, attention if, if you zoned out. Come back. Um, when we adopted him, his name was Sharik. Sharik. Sharik the Peak. I wish he would have left it. God. But you know what's funny? He didn't give a shit about that name. He would not respond to it. Not um, at all? No. Huh. Had no cares for that name. Now, Sharik and his sister, Malik, were so good. surrendered to the shelter with a note. Say The note for reason was, I, I don't feel like owning these dogs anymore, which is beyond me. Yeah. So I actually, Meifu called the woman who dumped them at the shelter, and I talked to her on the phone. Uh-huh. And I was like, can you tell me anything about you know, like any struggles this dog has or maybe why it wasn't a good fit for you. And she was just like, no, they're fine. I, I just, I just didn't want it anymore. And actually, I got the dogs because their original owner just didn't feel like it anymore. And I was like, who are you people? <laughs> so weird. I hope you don't have children because yeah. you know you can't just not feel like it anymore and give yeah. up. Anyway, she did tell me that Sharik would only eat human food. He refused to eat dog food. It's still like, kind of true. All right, well... Oh, that's funny. I mean, they so, make him. They make their dogs like this fucking fancy at home food, which is really like what? It, well, there goes salty again. Mm. Getting another walk around the block. Salty round um, two. You know, a, a lot of people do this, and I'm not criticizing you, but I'm. It is true. Like he does prefer people food, and you feed him like rice and yeah. turkey sausage. We, we cook and, the dogs. Like, blueberries and peas or something. Uh, yeah, like that. rice, ground turkey, blueberries, sometimes spinach, um, peas, and carrots, and, and cottage cheese. Sometimes cottage cheese, which I mean, it sounds great. Don't okay, get but me the wrong. reason is. We got that dog every kind of fancy food on the yeah. planet. And eventually this thing would happen where he would get explosive diarrhea mm -hmm. and he would stop eating. Yeah. So technically we do still feed him human food. So I guess he but, kind of got his way. But it's because of the diarrhea. But also maybe that's like, maybe she was like, the, if she found the same thing, she was like, well, whatever. He only eats people food because I'm not dealing with this. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I wonder. Anyway, we took that dog home. Tried to, we were like, certainly we cannot call him Sharik. Certainly um, you should have, though. God. In hindsight, we we know that now, we, correct? <laughs> you understand that Sharik was the right name. Oh, so funny. He, um, but he didn't respond to it, so we were like, all right, no big deal. We tried a million names. And here's the thing that I don't think even you know. When we walked in to see him in the kennel uh -huh. right after his surgery... I sometimes things pop into my head. Um, yeah. 
And I, this thing popped into my head and I just said it. And it's so dorky. I can't believe I'm even admitting it. But I looked at that dog and I said, Walter, Walter, the rock of Gibraltar. I don't have any idea why. Weird. But after trying like trillions of names and not feeling like anything was great, I was like, oh shit. What about Walter? And the first time Carrie called him Walter, Walter turned and looked at him like, that yes, is my name. That is my name. Amazing. Um, Any, anyway, what? what? I, I was going to say one time there was a, a, a lost dog in my neighborhood. Mm. You're good at this, though. This is, yes. this is the point. One time we had come home, or I had come home from work. You dropped yeah, me off. I dropped you off. I didn't, we had carpooled to work. Carly oh, dropped me so off. So cute. I love a carpool. Yeah, I love a carpool. Car- we, and Carly dropped me off back at home and had left to go back to her home. Yeah. And in like 15 minutes, I had to call her because there was a giant black doofy lab yeah. walking around the neighborhood. And I was like, I don't know uh, yeah. <clears throat> whose dog this is. And I walked with it for a little bit, like up and down the block to see if I could find the owner. <clears throat> really friendly, friendly dog. So friendly. So I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. And it's late. It was like maybe midnight or something. Yeah, like mid- one in the morning, very late. <clears throat> so I called Carly and I was like, listen, I don't know what to do. Alex was still working coffee at the time. So I was like really trying to be, make respectful sure, of- respectful of him. And I did bring the dog inside and we, we woke, we woke him up or I woke him up and he Eventually. was like, I don't know, I guess walk around the block with it. So I did. Alex went back to sleep. Carly came back. We walked all over my neighborhood with oh, this fucking dog. All over. But it, and it didn't have a caller. So we didn't know what Anything. its name was, yeah. if it had a phone number. So and we're just walking and walking and walking. It's one in the morning at this point, so we can't check a microchip. No. Y'all. And then, uh, before I think it was before you had come back to like help me with the dog. I was texting you about what it looked like. Or maybe you had left and I was going to go for like one more. I think that's what it was. You had left and I was going to go for one more walk around the block. We had decided the dog would just stay in the house with us for the night until we could get it. Yeah. Figured out. And you and I were texting about what, what the name do. was. Uh-huh. And we were like, what do you think that stupid dog's name is? And you had said, texted back and you were like, I, I bet it's something dumb like Kona. Because it's just a stupid big black lab and it's like a classic black lab. Yeah, name. Kona. That's so I called it Kona co- and uh-huh. it fucking turned around, sat down and looked. And later on, I did find the owner. Uh-huh. And the ter- it was Kona. Yep. Kona was the dog's name. It's so crazy. So anyways. That's amazing. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So maybe. Maybe you got your I uh, have prophecy a, of dog oh, names. God, that would be the tightest yeah. gift. Like some people want to time travel or yeah. levitate or be invisible. I'm like just being able to psychically connect with dogs and know what their true name is. Yeah. Deal. Also, do you remember when we were walking that dog around that um, like we there would be like lots of stoops where it would start to walk up to yes! the steps and we'd be like, oh, my God, this is it. Every time Turns out it just didn't matter if it was the stoop. The stupid <laughs> fucking dog would just walk this up to the stoop and just like, sit the on the porch. Yeah. And we'd be like, is this your is, house? Yeah. Is this your house? But I have found that dog a, a second time. Do you remember yes. that? Yep. A second time I found that same dog. I, I now know where Kona lives. So when I see Kona, I can just. Bring him on. Bring him on over. And didn't it turns out Kona's owner is an older fellow. Yeah, he's not he's not that old. Though. Oh, okay. He's not old enough to like lose his dog multiple times a year. All right. Yeah. Well, never mind. Moving on. Moving on. Anyway, all of this to say, when we got <laughs> Walter, we it changed our life. Um the the breed 
of Pekingese has become like a true deep love of ours. Right. And and after having Walter and learning about their temperament and their lifestyle, we were like, I don't think we can ever own a different another, kind of dog. Yeah. So um, Walter, all these years, has lived with us and um, Sadie, who is a 40-pound mutt that I rescued while I was in college. She was in a really abusive situation and a coworker of mine um, took her out of the abusive home and already had two dogs and didn't know what to do with her. And I was like, I'll take her. But I was only home from school for a few months uh, and I had no business adopting a dog. So naturally, as you do when you're like 20, you're like, hey, mom. Yeah. I adopted, the, I rescued this dog. Can you take it? And my mom was pissed. And then she came and met the dog who was at the time sitting in the backseat of my car on a new kids on the block sleeping bag. And my mom looked at her and said, okay, well, you know what? <laughs> I'm in love. The dog's name was Baby Girl. My mom was like, I can't call a dog Baby Girl. So she renamed her Sadie Girl because it sounds the same. Anyway, Sadie's lived with us. As Sadie moved into her teenage years, we wanted to find another dog to hang out with Walter. We've been on a search for a Pekingese to rescue. We rescued Reba last year, and uh, just like the true light of my life, and we'll talk about her in a different episode, but she did pass away in December. Um, and so after a few months, we were like, I, you know what? I think we're ready to... Uh, love again if there's a dog that needs to come live with us mm -hmm. and we found this dog he has one eyeball and uh he's about two hours away and i sent this woman an email um his foster mom and it was a long email i don't know if you know this about me but long-winded long can't help it i try to edit it down um and she said yes yeah, sounds great fill out an application so i did we haven't heard back Really hoping to go see this dog this weekend, take him home. Uh, his, we want, I want to name him Randy, which long ago I was like, Carrie, if we ever get another boy dog, can I, can we name him Randy? And Carrie said, absolutely not. Then <laughs> recently upon finding this one-eyed dog, he, I was like, look at this dog. Doesn't he look like a Randy? And Carrie was like, yeah, I like it. Now he's doubled back. And is, again, unsure about Randy. But I think we can all agree, Randy is an excellent name for a dog. Yeah. yeah. Randy is a excellent name for a dog. I understand Carrie's sentiments. Mm -hmm. I think Randy is a great name for a dog. But I also think there are a lot of other great names for dogs. There are. We're so, going to explore you know our options. But So anyways, all of that was to say that put your vibes out. Carly's probably adopting a dog. Yeah. I'm scared. God, that was long. Put your vibes long -winded. out. Long-winded. Is there a way we can just cut that out? No, it was oh, great. Right. Okay. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it was long. It it was it was just you know yeah we we went on a we went on a journey. We went on a journey that wasn't on our agenda, but you know what? Put your vibes out. Put your vibes out. I'm in love with a one-eyed Pekingese. Um, named future name Randy or something else. Send in your dog names. Send in your dog names. I love a good dog name suggestion. Yeah. So um. Before we move on. Yes. Back I wanted, to the agenda. But yes. Um, I wanted to say a true uh, thank you to the people who listened to the last episode and reached out to us slash me. Um, there are a number of people who sent me texts 
and messages about the essay that I wrote. And um, it really means a lot to hear that it mattered to some other people in personal ways um, or that it resonated with some people or, you know, a lot of people said a lot of nice things and I really, really appreciate it. Um, I for sure wish I could reread it. It Stop. is. Stop. <laughs> Don't. It is not the caliber of performative Stop. reading that I would like. <laughs> but you know what? That's life. <laughs> I don't think that that's fair and or true, and I don't think that anyone else will think that, so. Yeah. My don't. note said, my note about it said, I wish I could reread it, and then in all caps, but you know what? That's life. Um, the point of this is also that I wanted to make an editor's note, um, I because for the record, I do understand this difference. <laughs> I said that... Um, a feeling I was having was palatable, but what I wrote and what I meant was palpable. In reading it, my eyes picked a different word. So, right. also, palatable w- works in a way, in a way, but not quite all the way that I think, th- that you meant. Yes, pa- palpable is what palpable. I meant there. So, if you were listening and you were like, mm, "That doesn't sound right," you were correct. It wasn't right. It wasn't right. But also, it doesn't matter because sometimes we can't always be right. You know what? That's life. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening to that. If you're, if you have more thoughts about it, you know what to do. Send an email. Doinggood yeah. at gmail.com. I think my only, I, I actually think I've realized the point I hold in this podcast over the last two episodes is to just remind people to email. Mm-hmm. That's it. So you love an email, uh, um, and I also think that like that topic is something that I want to explore in other ways. And I would love to hear if you're a parent, if you're not a parent, if you are uh, a creative, uh, if you're a creative or not a creative or whatever. If if you are in this experience and you have feelings anywhere on the spectrum, I would really love to hear about it. So do a good and send an email, please. Um. Kendra, I actually this morning thought of Kendra because we got an email this morning on my way over here. Oh, we did get an email this we morning. We did. And I felt so happy for Kendra yes. because we got an email. Which we'll get to later. Yeah. Um, however, speaking of emails, so a while ago we mentioned if you want or need uh, a sort of supportive, affirming text from my mom, which she was great at sending, you let us know and we'll make it happen. And someone reached out to us. Guess what? It's happening. Dun, 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 dun. I think we did mention this before. Last episode. We did. We did. It. And we said we're going to read it. And and here, and we, here are. we are. We're going to do it. So we got the message from Carly's mom. And um, we won't always probably read these. Yeah. Um, but we're going to read this one because it's the first one. And uh, it's so good that we it's, want you. Yeah. We want you to know that this is so tight and please keep sending them because yeah. it's great. And I really think that you as the uh, sender will truly enjoy receiving the message back. Yeah. So we're going to give you an example of what this a little taste whole segment of, looks like. Of what you too can enjoy should you want a text from my mom. Yeah. So a listener wrote us uh, a couple weeks ago and we had to, you know, flush some stuff out with the <laughs> way this whole system was going to yeah. work. Yeah. But uh, they wrote... 
Hey, Car and Ken. I was just listening to you gals, and I was hoping to get an email from Car's mom if you're still doing that. I overdrafted my checking account today while I was buying jeans at Madewell, and I felt super embarrassed and ashamed, and now I'm just throwing myself a pity party. Anyway, if Car's mom could give me a pep talk concerning that, I'd be eternally grateful. So we were like, holy shit, it's happening. This is great. And also, this experience that this listener is having, so relatable. So relatable, so real. Been, Been there. there. And and I expect <clears throat> to be there again in the future. And it's <laughs> totally, totally fine. You, it, the way you said that, it almost felt like you're like looking forward to I it. I am. Well, and then I'll get this cool yeah. text from your mom. So, yeah. so Lynn's response. So my mom's response. Oh, sweet girl. So sorry you're feeling embarrassed and ashamed. Absolutely no shame about it. The fact that you feel embarrassed is actually a good thing. You just discovered that you really care about your monetary life and your reputation. That's big! You should go easy on yourself and know you're in good company. Plenty of us have overdrawn our accounts, had a credit card turned down, or just been given an awkward look at the new shoes we bought that we thought were pretty cool. It's okay to have a pity party. Give yourself some time to process your feelings, but give that party a short time frame. You have better things to do and hopefully some new jeans to wear. Managing money is something most of us learn to do over time. This overdraft just gave you the opportunity to take a closer look at how you're managing yours right now. Deep breath, you're more together than you think, and you're in good company. We've all had the pleasure of an overdraft, unless you're the daughter of Bill Gates, in which case you can ask him to pay the overdraft charge if there I is can't one. With that. Oh my God. Hopefully you feel supported because you truly are. Go to bed tonight and wake up tomorrow without shame or embarrassment. Try if you can to realize the lesson in it all as a positive. Kara's mom. Come on. Boom. Now. Don't you want that? Home run. Don't you want that message? Yeah. It's so good. So good. So thank you for writing in for the message, and I hope that you uh, enjoyed yeah. the reading. We'll be sending it to you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the deal. My mom wrote that to this listener. Yeah. She has never been that supportive to me when I have overdrafted my checking account. Okay, that's different, though. I know. That's different. I'm just saying I she was has like... To put, she has to kind of... Pump the brakes on the kindness when it's your own kid. Yeah. You got to, because you got you to gotta go deeper into the, the a lessons. Lot of, a lot of the times that happened, it would start with car. Yeah. Which I feel like is also what you do when you're disappointed in it's me. It's true. Yeah. Car. <laughs> oh, car. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you were on the fence about wanting or needing some texts Now you mom, know how good you know. it can be. Yeah. It can be so good. The sweet life. So great. Um... Next, moving on. Moving on. Moving right along. Just blasting through this Blasting pod. through. Uh, you, you got a t- flat tire this week. Oh, my God. And you had a real experience with it. I got a flat tire. And I think you should talk about it. Okay. So, um, earlier this week, we were going to record the pod, and I had an early morning appointment. I had an early morning appointment at the north end of the town. Mm. Uh, the, the north end of the town. <laughs> the north end of the town also. The town. The north yeah. end of Seattle. North Seattle. Yeah. Northgate, in yeah. fact. There we go. Just there we go. Just flat out say it. Northgate. You know what? Transparency. We're all about it. Google map it. <laughs> um, and I live uh, in Rainier Beach, which is in the south end. So I had to get up real early to get to this appointment. And I do this appointment and then I'm done. And it's like, I don't know. What was it like? 
8.30 in the morning. And I was like, what yeah. the hell do I do now? I think we had planned to meet at like noon, noon. or something. Yeah. So you were you didn't want to go home and you didn't want to yeah. bother me. And- yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm really far north. There's uh, in Everett, which is about like a 30 minute drive further north. There's a, uh, a bins that I have heard great things about, which is the Goodwill outlet where you can buy goods and buy the pound. Um, it's, it's insane. It's it is. I a, actually can't with the bins, but I yeah. love that you are into it. I'm so into it. It feels good. Feels great. Feels right. Um, which is a topic for another day. And I was like, another well, dollar. And I got to look up the dang yeah, lyrics do. to that song. Um, so I was like, this is perfect. I'll pop up there, do a couple, a little hour or so of that, and then come back down for the pod. So. I go up, it's great, do my thing, feeling good. I need gas. I'm like, no biggie, I'll grab gas and I'll get on the freeway. Um, As we've mentioned before, I have a uh, difficult relationship with driving. So this whole experience, there was like another layer on top of it, which was my extreme uh, panic and fear of driving. Mm -hmm. So I get in my car and my freaking PSI light pops on. That's like, check your tire. It's low. So I pull over. <laughs> Is your PSI light from the Bronx? Yeah. Okay. It's like Siri. Like, you can make different voices. Check your check tire. Check your tire. It's low. It's low. Get on in there. Check your tire. <laughs> check your tire. Lots of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> um, And my car is new enough that it does that little, it tells you which e- what PSI each tire is. And and it said the PSI was like 24. My car is new enough that... I, come on. <laughs> you know what? Oh, <laughs> all right. What, I think that you just trolled me. Is that I trolling? did, I okay. did. You figured you it me. out. Yep. I trolled you. got me. it. All week I've been like, is that a troll? Is that a troll? Um, you did it though. I did it. You I nailed it. properly identified a troll. Good work. Thanks. Yeah. Big day. Big. So... Uh, anyway, I pull over. I look at the tire. It doesn't look particularly low, um, but I was like, well, I'll just put a little air in it when I get gas. No biggie. I drive down the street to a gas station. The PSI on my car has dropped significantly in the like half mile drive to a gas station. I pull over to put air in it, and the, the tire is now sitting in a position where I can hear it hissing, just mm-hmm. like, just pissing out air (laughs) and uh i see like a big hunk of metal stuck in the tire and i'm like well i can't i can't can't put air in it i can't drive home meanwhile i'm hanging out with a friend having like a nice coffee just Just like a lovely morning like running my errands out and about it's beautiful out yeah you're just really like nailing your life yeah and i'm like okay like 30 miles from me freaking out with I'm a flat in tire. I'm in a different city with a <laughs> flat tire. <laughs> I'm All in right. an unknown yeah. landscape. Okay. With a different with no, what? I'm in a, I'm in a different city with a flat tire. I don't know how to change a freaking tire. Nobody knows how to change a tire. It's well, what AAA is for. That makes me feel better because I was like sure wish you knew how to change a tire now, don't you? I don't know why people I I don't know why any I mean, I think Kudos to you. If you don't know how to change a tire, that's freaking cool. Do I care about change? No, I'm never going to no. learn. I don't care. I'm not going to freaking jack my truck up and like figure out. I'm not going to do it. So I'm just not. What I wanted to do was call Kendra or Carrie 
and ask them to please come help me. There is a uh, panic that is triggered by potentially dangerous things in cars, which I, I don't have control over. None of my coping mechanisms help this happen. So I'm trying to be, I'm being very conscious about how I'm navigating this situation. But what I want to do is get someone there physically next to me to help me. And because I'm so far away, that is not a good, that's not on the table. Mm-hmm. I called Carrie and he was like, I wish I could come help you, but I can't. It's too far away. You got to call roadside assistance. And I was like, cool. Yeah. Carrie did say I was handling it very calmly, mm. which is great. Yeah. And I texted Kendra. She said the same thing. I call roadside assistance. You didn't text me. You called me. I called you. Okay. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> and then about 15 more times after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I called roadside assistance, which is like AAA, but through your insurance. And um, I would like to tell you also that this was a very hot day. Okay. Very hot. I was sweating balls. Yeah, but it wasn't like, it was was like 65. No, not in Everett, girlfriend. Okay. (laughs) She was in a different city. I I guess I don't know that. I should have looked up the weather in the other city. (laughs) Um, And they said they would dispatch somebody. And then you get like these text updates Mm -hmm. about... Uh, where your where your tow truck driver is, and uh, it told me I got this alert saying that the dispatch guy was leaving Kent, which is about a half an hour south of the city, and that he would be to me in twenty minutes, which was a real laugh. Yeah, we all had a good laugh about it. We did it have a good because, laugh about it because we knew that was nowhere near no, the truth. Truly, to get from Kent to Everett would take like an hour and a half, maybe. I don't know. Way longer than 20 minutes. 40. 40. Yeah. So luckily I'm at a gas station and I can buy a beverage, buy a snack, um, sit on the curb. I got hassled by some locals and by hassled, I mean hit on. I was wearing pajamas because I thought that I didn't plan What were you wearing? A jumpsuit. It didn't really look like pajamas, but I had slept in it because I had to get up so early. Uh, So I was like, put your clothes on that you're going to wear tomorrow, sleep in it, and then change after your appointment. But instead, I wound up wearing these clothes I'd slept in all day. (laughs) Um, I I was looking a little haggard. Um, And I don't, do you want to jump in here? I feel like um, this is not a fun story. It is a fun story. I mean, the point of the matter is that, I mean, you're doing the long-winded thing where you're you're really? going, you're like getting in the details yeah. of it, which is totally fine. But you made fun of me on the Soul Cycle episode for I doing did. that, and you do it I'm consistently. Really, oh, consistently? Consistently. That feels harsh. No, it's not harsh, and it's not bad. I'm enjoying the details. I'm sitting here petting the dog, reminiscing about the story. The point is that Carla got a flat tire. It was a little bit of a disaster. Then they came. The dude was nice. He fixed her tire. Yep. And then... We had a lovely chat. Yeah, the, a really nice convo. And then Carly called me and was like, all right, the I'm tire is fixed. I'm coming to you. And then like 20 minutes later, she called me again and was like, I don't know if the tire is full of air. I'm not sure because the the little PSI gauge guy like wasn't updating on her yeah, car. Has so, it yet? Yes. It so, did. Yeah. So I have a, I drive a Jeep. So I have a, a full size spare on the back, which, which is, is tight. Excellent. So very useful. Yeah. Getting home is like not no biggie. But I, the dude puts the full size spare on and leaves and I turn the car on and it's still registering the PSI is low. 
So I'm driving around the parking lot. I get gas. I turn the car on again. I was like, maybe I need to turn it off and on a couple times. I did. The PSI didn't change. And in fact, it kept getting lower, which is so weird. But it was just like a like a, a flub in the system. It was. A blip and in I the felt matrix. mostly confident about that, except my panic and fear of driving right. was preventing me from feeling fully confident. So I spent an right. hour yeah. reading on the internet on Jeep forums about this PSI game. I'm also loving the Jeep forums part oh, of this. Dude. Jeep Jeep life is truly I mean there's forums for for most things, but there are Jeep forums I'm betting are are a special place. Oh, yeah. Uh what did, what did that license plate say? It's a Jeep thing, you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand. Yeah. So true. And then there was something about a girl in her Jeep. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so many. We need to get you one of those. Yeah, I gotta we, get a. We still, plate. we still stand by that. We need to get you one. The point of the matter is that <sighs> we tried to record this episode and we weren't able to. So. Yeah, I eventually the PSI gauge kept going lower. I kept getting out and looking at the tire, and it looked fine. But then I read on like a popular mechanics blog that you can the PSI can be dangerously low, and you don't, you can't tell with your eyes. So the, basically like, the internet was like, don't trust your eyes. Don't trust the gauge know, in the car. but the internet. I car. called Kendra and Carrie both like four times to just yeah. like confirm that it was yeah. probably okay. And like, You just can't always trust what's on the internet. I know. But yeah. I also apparently can't trust what's on my car. Yeah. Like if I trusted what my car was telling me, I wouldn't have driven home. Yeah. Anyway, it's hard. I, I had a. You did it though. I did it. I had a it little bit of It was kind of, of a, like a tough afternoon, but you totally got through yeah. it. Yeah. I finally decided to just believe that it was fine and the freaking computer in the car wasn't updating and I drove home or I drove to Kendra's really white knuckle in it. Um, <laughs> and uh, by the time I got here, it was too it was too much of an ordeal. Yeah. It was like the day you had had your day already by that time. Yeah. You had been you were like so exhausted from the day. I mean, I took a bunch of videos of myself in this experience that will uh, pop on the gram. I did yeah. some, like, live blogging of my time in Everett, in the Everett yeah. AM, PM. So good. I like that you did that because you expected that it would be pod content. That's great. <laughs> you were like, oh, shit. Oh, God. Juicy content Juicy happening. Juicy content coming up. IRL. I can't miss it. <laughs> um, also, I was bored. So, but this, but this brings us... To another automobile-related situation, which is that while I'm getting flat tires and kind of freaking out about it, Kendra got her freaking motorcycle license. Booyah. I did it. You did? Uh, I've been talking about it for a long time, and I finally did it, and I took the class this week. Um, I would like to be clear that when Kendra originally decided to get this, she told me about it. She knew that I was going to feel like it was unsafe and a bad idea. She tried to be really sensitive about it. She was like, I want you to have your feelings, but I also need you to know that I'm going to do it. Yeah, it's like not up to you. And then for a while, um, I kept saying no. Scary. And she kept saying, yeah, that's going to happen, though. And then (laughs) she was like, would you feel better if we took the class together? And I said, yes. And so we were going to do that. Then a year went by. Yeah. Because get freaking aligning your schedule to do that it just didn't happen. Yeah. And she missed a whole scooter season. So and it, and I had bought a scooter. I had bought a motorcycle 
yeah, style so, scooter. So is it a uh, uh, clarification? There's you need a motorcycle license to drive a scooter that is above a certain CC. Yeah, which so is you're, 50. And your scooter is 50 CCs? What? No, my, my my scooter is it is essentially a motorcycle. It is. Okay. It is just shaped like a scooter. It is classified as a motorcycle. Got it. You know what I mean? Yes. But it's so funny because people just assume the word scooter means less fast or like not a motorcycle, but it, it is. It's a motorcycle, but it's a scooter. Mm-hmm. A scooter is a motorcycle. A motor- circle's a square or a square's a rectangle or whatever they say. Circle's not a square. I know that. I know that's not the phrase. I, I don't know that phrase. It's like a rectangle is a square, but a square's not a rectangle. Or a square's a rectangle, but a rectangle's not a square, I think is actually how it goes. Blah. Some, if somebody knows, let, let me know which one is right. Yeah, that made my brain feel like scrambled eggs. I think it's a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square. Okay. I'm 80% sure on that. So so I took the... I The other day, I finally just caved, and I was like, screw this. I'm signing up for the fucking class. I'm doing it before they sell out for the summer, and I'm doing it before it's just, like, too late, and it's already summer, and then I've missed it again. Um, yeah. It's a two-day class. It was early. It was from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day. But it was... What are you doing over there? I'm just whapping this light bulb. Why? I don't know. He's just looking at it? Just looking at it. All right. It. Um, it was up north, similar <laughs> to where Carly was when she flattened north her tire. North of the town? North of the town. <laughs> <laughs> north of the town. Wait, where was it? Was it in Everett? No, it was in Totem city? Lake. Ah, Totem Lake. Would we call that a different city or would we just call that north of the town? I think it's a different city because it's in Kirkland. Kirk- Kirkland. Kirkland. Bellevue? I don't know. I, I had know. to take the 520 to get there. Um, yeah, a different city. North a different, of the town. definitely a different town. <laughs> um, and I showed up about 10 minutes early and walked in and there's a bunch of it's like me and one other younger cooler looking person like myself Ooh, young and cool young and cool and then a bunch of older folks who are very clearly judging me by my age yeah like when you say older how how much older like grandpas no not grandpas older than us like okay. 50 plus have had kids. Okay. One retired dude. Yep. Okay. You know? Yep. I'm not saying old. I'm not saying like old people. No, just like. I'm saying older, like older than me. Yeah. Got it. 50 plus. 50 plus. Um, Which mom and dad, I'm not calling you old. She Just to be clear. I'm she saying specifically older. Said older. Older. Yes. Not old. Um, I feel like for me, old is like 70. Is that when we can start saying old? You're old at 70? Yeah, I right. think so. We'll touch back on that. Maybe my opinion on that at 50 will feel different. Yeah, you'll be like 80. <clears throat> 80 is when you're old. 80 is when you're old. 90 is when you're old. Um, oh, very quick interjection. Somebody yeah. told me this week that for our generation, the life expectancy is over 100 now. Wow! Yeah! No. You don't... Why, why would you want to be over 100? I got a lot of life to live. It's too much time. I want to do a lot of stuff. So do I. But you are still young enough to do all of those things and not have to live till you're a fucking hundred years old. Well, let's old. check back in a few decades and see how I'm feeling decades. about that. 
It was a two-day class. I was quick, very quickly being judged by my um, age, and mm-hmm. that continued for the two days. Do they you were... think you were being judged by your gender as well? Oh, 100%. Okay. There were three women. It was a, There were 10 people in the class. Um, we definitely were treated differently than, mm-hmm. than the men. Okay. Um, which I am not surprised by in a motorcycle class. No. Nope. Like at all. Um that that checks. Yeah, that 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 checks out. That definitely that story tracks. Uh I in the very beginning of the class they made us do introductions. To be fair, my instructor was amazing, but there was a co-instructor who who was kind of a douche and mm. drove me nuts um most of the week and and was fairly offensive. In a way that, like, there was a a point when I had gone to him with a question I had, mm-hmm. and instead of answering the question or trying to help me figure out, he answered the question with the answer, which I already knew. I was having trouble shifting the particular bike I was on. Okay. Because the gear shifter was a little stuck. Oh. My initial instructor mm-hmm. had told me that already. He was like, hey, that shifter's a little sticky. Don't feel weird if you can't get it. And I was like, Cool. Then the second instructor was like, hey, why aren't you shifting? I can tell when you're shifting. I shouldn't be able to tell all this other bullshit. And then I was like, I'm having a hard time. Can you give me some pointers? And instead of giving me pointers, he asked me to get off the bike. He then proceeded to get on it, ride around me in circles, and shift in front of me. Oh, my God. Going first, second, back to first, second, first, second, got off, gave me the bike back, and was like, well, it's working for me. And that was it. He really mansplained that to you. He rode around me in a circle. Wow. It was... What an asshole. Insane. Wow. It was insane. Wow. Um, The other instructor, however, every time... Like, the way that the um, exercises work is, like, it's it's basically like like a... A circuit where everybody's kind of riding at the same time, but on a different section of the course. Okay. And at the end of the little exercise circuit, you have to stop at the instructor and they'll give you like tips or pointers or, or they'll just wave you on. Like, oh, you're doing fine. Wave you on. Okay. But every time I would get to the end where you were supposed to stop, the instructor would put his hand up and I'd be like, shit, I fucked something up or like I'm not doing something right or whatever. Yeah. Um, Not the case. At the beginning of the class, we had to do introductions. And so I told, we were supposed to tell them like, our name, our age, and, and a fun fact. Like, wh- no, wh- what we do, oh, okay. where we work, or if we work, or whatever. And so I had said, I'm a bartender. So every time at the end of the exer- like motorcycle exercise, <laughs> he would put his hand up and I'd stop and he'd talk to me about beer every time. <laughs> every single time he'd be like, So, uh, what's your, uh, what's your IPA at, uh, that the bar you work at? And I'm like, oh, it's this. And he's like, oh, Boneyard. I love Boneyard, man. Oh, you ever had this one by Boneyard? And I was like, no, not really. I've, I've only really actually had that one. And then he'd be like, all right, go ahead. And you're done. Yeah. He'd move me on. Then the next time he'd be like, so, you know, I was thinking about how you were talking about how you had Boneyard at, at the bar that you work at. So my favorite kind of IPA, it's, it's local. So you guys could get it. He was like insane. He was so excited. So excited to, to talk to able- somebody about beer. Oh, wow. And you're like, I, you know what? Actually, I'm just trying to take um, this class. Just trying to ride this motorcycle yeah. right now. I, w- I just want to, uh, if you could just talk to me about the motorcycle. That would be sick. Oh, my God. But I, I also think maybe it means I was just doing fine. And he didn't need to be yeah. critiquing me, which is great. Uh, I guess the point of the matter is that I did it. You did it. And it was really fun. And you passed. And I passed with flying colors. Uh, I only got one quest- question wrong. And on it was written. a trick question, you said. It was a trick question. 
so it was a trick question. That's hard to say. Yeah. Trick, trick question. question. Trick question. Trick question. question. I don't like that word. Uh-uh. I'm, a, I'm actually going to maybe say, a friend of mine recently asked me, uh, what are my, what is my favorite word and my least favorite word, which are things I've never thought about. Oh my God. When you just started saying that, my initial reaction was like, what friend? Who are you hanging out with that isn't me? <laughs> you have a lot of friends, yeah. obviously. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> I'll reveal to you. Okay. I'll do a big reveal. So what's your favorite word? I don't have one. I don't, I, it's not a thing. No, same. Do I, people really think about that? I don't know. She said that they did. Wow. Okay. Um, well, and now I feel like a dick because if she's going to listen to this, I don't, I feel like hers was spoon. Hmm. Spoon. Oh, crap. Maybe I, I think it's spoon. Sorry if it's not spoon. Aww. Anyways, uh, question is maybe one of my least favorite words. I've just made a decision about that. I like question. it. Question. I support that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember where I was going with that before. You had the you trick question is the oh, only one yeah. you got wrong. It was just about how old you had to be to be on a motorcycle. Which, do you know how old you have to be? 25? No. 18? <laughs> <laughs> wow. You th- oh, my God. You are living right I now. I can't believe that you, your first answer was 25. You have to be 25 to be on a motorcycle. No. I don't know. 18 is also funny because what's the driving age? 16. Yeah. But I thought, I feel like they're more dangerous, so maybe no. there's a... Well, so to drive one, you have to be 16, but how old do you have to be to be on one? Like, oh. as a passenger. Stop. Oh, two? Five. Two. You're <laughs> out of control. <laughs> two. You're going to take a fucking baby on a motorcycle? Yeah. Five is the answer. I feel like my my dad put, took me on a motorcycle when I was tiny. Maybe not two. Probably not on, like, real streets. Yeah, okay. Maybe, like, in the neighborhood, which is still weird and, I think, wrong, but (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Two. Two. So, to be on a motorcycle, you have to be two, and you can't ride a motorcycle as a driver until you're 25. (laughs) In Carly's mind. Carly's law. Carly, the law of Carly. Oh, my God. um, I am older than two and 25, so I guess I'm in the clear. Yeah. Uh, Um, Wow. Wait. I, I... just can't with that. 25. <laughs> so confidently, too. Yeah. Mm, 25. 25. That feels right. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go final answer. Um, do you, to take that class, do they provide the motorcycles? Yeah, they do. Interesting. Yeah. But they're pieces of shit because a bunch of idiots ride them around. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like crash them and. Yeah. Nobody crashed in our class. One person did get um, excused because they were not going to make it. Aww. It wasn't going to happen. Sad. Yeah, mostly sad because the class is a little bit expensive and you don't, there's no refund. Oh, shit. Like, they got excused within the first two hours of the oh, writing portion. Because they just were doing such a bad job? Such a bad job. You might have been excused. <laughs> but not because you couldn't do it, but I think you would be nervous. Yeah. And that, like, really shows. Yeah. And that was this this kid's scenario was that he, he was just nervous and he just couldn't. His nerves were impeding his ability to be yep. able to do the thing. Oh, been there. Yeah. Um, I think too, like with like, there's like a performance anxiety with stuff like that, that like because yeah. you're doing it in front of other people. It's yeah. And it's harder. like everybody's at different skill levels. One person in the class already had their motorcycle license, what but it was from doing? like 15 years ago. And he was like, I just want to refresh your course. Oh, that was cool. All right. 
Um, at one point, I was on my phone during a break, and one of the people in the class came up to me and was like, oh, look at you on your fancy iPhone. Oh, like, okay. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, I guess so. And he was like, yeah, well, guess what? And he pulled out his phone, which was a flip phone, which I'm also like, cool. Right? That's great. I don't care what kind of fucking phone you have. Uh, he was like, well, my phone is made actually for making phone calls. And I was like, oh, okay. well, my phone can do that, too. But um, yeah, totally. That's what all- a smarmy. Yeah. But that's I guess that's what I mean about like the ages. There was just wow. like so much stuff where he and the, one of the instructors kept being like, oh, well, you three, the three y- younger people in the class would like probably don't know about this. But and then would like go off on a tangent oh about like God. some sort of pop culture reference that guess what? No, you're right. I didn't know about it. Does that change? It doesn't matter. Does that change anything? We're here to learn how to ride a motorcycle. Yeah. Oh, my God. So you're just, you really, like, had to endure some ageism and some sexism. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. But you freaking passed, so you don't freaking have to pass, do that I again. Don't have to, ever. Wow, it never expires. No. <laughs> how weird. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you just have to, you just can't let your license expire. I think it expires if your license expires. Okay. Like, it just, like... If I let my license expire, then I go back to get a new license. I think the endorsement comes off. And they're like, sorry. Oh. So I can't let that. Or something. Can you, can I ride on the back of your scooter? Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. Are you prepared for how I'm going to grip you so tight? <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's not scary. I promise. Oh, let's scoot to the lake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's tight. It's fun. I rode my scooter around yesterday. Um... I bumped my shin on it really hard yeah. at one point and have a giant goose egg. You know, the thing that, that makes me nervous about that stuff is that I think there's there's like a... I don't know if it's like a there's a saying attached to it, but like everyone crashes once. Sure. So I just really, really want that for you to be a no biggie scenario. Yeah. So... Me Maybe we well. should stage the crash. Ooh, that seems fun. Yeah, so you can get it out of yeah. the way. I love that. Awesome. I'll like lay out some pillows. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wear like knee pads. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm into that. Cool. Also, uh, you know, the thing is about that is that riding a motorcycle is dangerous, but driving a car is dangerous. Walking yeah. on the sidewalk is dangerous. Riding a bike is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Living um, life is dangerous. Yeah. You just got to live life to the fullest, man. Live, laugh, love. Carpe diem. Carpet diem. Yeah. We like to say carpet diem. (laughs) So if you want to jump on that. Um, Can we go to our mailbag? Mailbag. Mailbag. The signature sound. That's how you know we're doing <laughs> something. I still don't know what the sound is. That's but. the sound of like crinkling paper, of like opening an envelope. Oh, that's the sound. Yeah. Um, we got an email. And this is actually great timing because I... Jerry. Rude. Stop. This is great timing because um, I actually have a note in my agenda to do the mailbag segment and then yell at you guys for not sending us any emails. Um, but now I don't have to do that. We got an email this morning, just mere hours ago. Yeah. Hello, Car and Ken. Lovely podcast. Anyways, 
Oh, yes. God. Right out and of the Anyways, Truther. Oh. I am writing this email to formally thank Kendra for encouraging me to start watching Vanderpump Rules. I am on season two, and it has really given me a new perspective on life. <laughs> on that note, I think you should dedicate an entire episode to Vanderpump Rules. There is a lot to dissect. They do a lot of bads, <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> Charlie, I don't know if you watch Vanderpump Rules, but I know that you're a fan of the Bachelor franchise, and therefore, I think you would really love it if you don't already. Also, Lisa Vanderpump is an incredible businesswoman and should be celebrated for her achievements. 26 restaurants, hello! Also, Jiggy. Thanks, Laneg. Uh, Laneg, I'm going to tell you that I'm very familiar with Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> My obsession has been ongoing, and in fact, I am the reason that Kendra knows it's, about Vanderpump Rules. It's true. So It's true. I'm, I'm up in that shit. I've, She's really up in it. I've I, watched the whole show more than once. To be honest, actually currently right now <laughs> on the TV is a screen cap of where I'm at, which is season five, episode 22, reunion part one. Um, and it's just been sitting there on the TV screen the whole time. Yep. Yes, we should devote a whole episode to it. I'm so down. I'm on 100. Let's get an agenda. Yep. Let's get. Let's start getting. Uh, you know, workshopping the episode. So I want to be yeah. prepared. All you pump heads who are listening, please. Pump heads. Um, <laughs> send us like what what you want to hear or what you want to talk about. Yeah. I don't want. There's like so much ground to cover that I don't it's, even know where to start. Yeah. I will tell mm. you that. Kendra and I have been talking about um, going to L.A. because it's great. We yeah. like it there. Yeah. And like I truly dream, daydream about going to the Sir Alley. I I cannot <laughs> wait to see the, the Sir Alley. Yeah. Which has Next been, time we go to L.A., we're going to go to the alley and we're going to like drink a glass of wine in the uh-huh. alley. And, and sing the theme song. Yeah. You know that it's a time. Oh, I was going for the raise your glasses high line. My bad. Whoops. You know what? It's It's fine. It the whole the whole song is great. If you don't know it, learn it. Yeah. Love it. Live it. Live it. We live it. And laugh with it. Yeah. Because the thing is, carpet DM you guys. What is the learning and the loving and the living without the laughter? Nothing. Also, I like that we just put learn, live, laugh, love. We we've added learn we've added learn to the beginning. Take it kind of it's doing important our own to work that brain spin out. On it. Keep that yeah. brain active. Uh, thank you for the email. I I really just can't say enough how just truly important it is to me that you send us emails. Uh, speaking of doing good at gmail dot com. Oh yeah, that's where you can find us. Also follow us at doing good on Instagram yeah. and uh, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Uh, please give us a review please write us a review i there's i it's important that part we gotta, that part kind of hurts you yeah guys. you know because at, at this point you're listening we know you're <sighs> listening because um we track it you know we got we have the technology we have the technology <laughs> we know in fact that you are subscribed do we i don't i don't know we that. do we know some people are subscribed and i'm like hey listen we're putting a lot of time out here for you. Mm. Can you take four seconds and just write a review? Yeah. Re- as, and remember, feel free to copy and paste Deb or Jeff's review. Yes. Um, Will not. I, I would not be offended. <laughs> I don't think they would either. I'm, I'm quickly checking. So we have 13 ratings. Ooh. 
that's so far we're still five out of five and we only have three reviews so please get on the review please like us please subscribe write us an email yeah let us know about your doing a goods y'all yeah i really want to i want to like oh do you want to quickly touch our doing a goods I just feel like our doing a goods were uh, navigating the automobile-related situations. Yeah, agreed. Or uh, a motorcycle is not an automobile. Is it? I don't our know. motor vehicle situations. <clears throat> there we go. Yeah. I don't think it's an automobile. Mm-mm. Or is it? Mm. Ooh, more next week. <laughs> That's Stay tuned. It, Cliffhanger. <laughs> uh, love you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye. Josh Martinez discussion at the beginning. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it play, how it reads. Yeah. Oh God. I actually, I'm gonna look that up right now. I don't know who Josh Martinez is. Uh. He. Okay. Wait. Joe, hang on. Stop. He is Canadian. Thank you. I never said he wasn't Canadian. No, I'm saying thank oh. you. Like, thank you, Brain. Yeah. I was like, I was not challenging you on that. Um, Josh Martinez. Yep. Does not sound like a rapper. Not that he can't be a rapper if he doesn't sound like one. Oh, another day, another dollar. Wanna play? Give me a holler. Wow, what is the song name? Um, another day. You're gonna hate it. I'm looking for it and I can't even find it. Oh, really? I wonder if it's on Spotify. Is that where you are? Yes. Okay, I'm going. Where are you going? Oh, there it is. No. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's truly bad. Yeah. This part's okay. Definitely taking some some cues from our friend Eminem, who you also love. Love Eminem. Yeah. I don't love some of his lyrical content when he's being really violent and, you know, but... It's kind of his thing, though. I know. I do think his journey... Um, on the last like couple albums has been really interesting. Yeah. The way he talks about his experience. Also, is Kanye actually a Trump supporter? That's the, I love it. I love that question because that's that's the whole point. He's that's the whole point. Doing that to start that conversation. Yeah, and no one will ever know. Yeah. I love it. He's a fucking genius. He's like truly, truly. A, like a social media and and sociology like sociology genius. I feel like either he's bananas or yeah, his bananas. whole life is kind of um like and it's kind of Stop it, like dude. a performance art piece. Yeah, that's the I mean for sure. There's there's no line between personal life and professional life. Like no. it's all That's why it's fucking incredible. That's why the comedy is